0: Welcome to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts. On this podcast, I'll be sharing the ups and downs of running a business, how to manage a great team of folks who are helping us grow that business, how to thrive as a husband and just be a better one for that matter, how to function with an 18-month-old running around driving sometimes too crazy, how to thrive as a man in this world when frankly we are lacking great role models at this moment in time, and I'm documenting all of this in a journey trying to find my place in the world. So, if you're looking to grow your business, obtain financial freedom, figure out parenthood, uplevel your life, be a better person, or frankly, how to be a badass, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. It is Mike Watts, Penelope, and I are driving home from Portsmouth. We did a dad-daughter getaway for a night down in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So we are currently on our way home. She is sleeping in the back seat. And I want to continue recording the money podcast for you guys. Uh, so number in part one, we talked about what is your money journey, right? That's the number one thing that is really, really important when we are laying out our money mindset and our money prospects. So it becomes very important when we are just going through our money journey and what's our relationship with money. Okay, so part two... We're going to talk about how I view money now. And I think this is how I did in the past and then how I do now. And I think it's really important to, as we plan out what our money journey is, it's to change that relationship with money in itself. So let's talk about how I used to view it in the past. I used to want to make it and then I used to want to spend it is a good way to put it. I still like to spend money. I literally just bought four new chairs for our house from the Crate and Barrel outlet in Kittery. And I also bought a new suitcase because we need a bigger suitcase for when we're traveling with Penelope instead of... Well, now we can take two check bags instead of two, like four... Bags. It was, it was, It's a mess. So I'm simplifying, right? So I had to spend money to be able to do those things. But in my life previously was to make as much money as possible... And I was doing things just to make money. For instance, like when I graduated from college and I went to start working at Philip Morris, I chose to work at Philip Morris versus other companies. Number one, because I had job offers early, like six months before I graduated. So that way it made those next six months easy. And then also it was a big factor of getting paid. Right. I knew Philip Morris would pay for my MBA. I knew they paid overtime for salaried employees based off working so many more hours. And I knew I could make a ton of money. So it wasn't necessarily about the product or the service that I was providing to the world, which would be like making cigarettes. It's not exactly you know healthy, but it's about just being able to consume is- as much money as I possibly can. So I'm able to do stuff with that money. And it, I would say the relationship wasn't great. And because of the story that I told in part one, it was more about just accumulating stuff, and consumerism. I mean, honestly, if I looked at my money habits previously, it was all about consumerism. And yes, I wanted to invest in retirement. Yes, I wanted to do other things. But the reality was it was all based for consumerism. So how has my relationship changed that I've paid off my debt? I've got out of this consumerism mentality. You know, it started like a couple of years ago because Kate and I were talking about the, uh, I would say about two years ago, once we started paying off, the debt was paid off, et cetera. And we were building our business and we were just looking at what our monthly expenses were, man, like, man, like, I ordered a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be ordered. And because it's so easy with Amazon, I just order these things and I'm like, do I really, you know, it shows up and like, it goes in a box and I'm like, yeah, I think this is a good idea. And then I don't use it. Or it's like the next, next shiny object comes out and I need to buy that. But then sometimes I don't use it. Right. So then it's spending money on these things, which is really interesting because eBay this year is being able to sell that stuff to people that are hopefully using it. And I'm able to like put some more money in our pocket, which would be great. But now the relationship with it has been not about the consumerism aspect. It's about how to make the money work for me right? It's about what is the best possible thing that I can do with my money that continually makes it work for me. And that's what I'm talking about. The way I view money now and the way I look at money now. So it's this attitude of allowing money to work for me, whether that's even if I'm buying a new piece of furniture, right? Like the suitcase I just bought is a $500 to me suitcase from, from the outlet store, which a regular price is 850 bucks. So I saved $350, $330 on this new suitcase. Can't remember the exact price. It was somewhere in that range. But the thing is, is like this thing will last me for the rest of my life. You know, it's like, okay, so if I value, if I spend more money on a suitcase up front, and, like, I always see kids, you know, schlepping around these, like, kid backpacks and stuff like that in the airport. And I don't know what we're going to do with Penelope. But the reality is I would rather invest, like, $250 on a backpack or a suitcase for her that she can have for years to come instead of just buying cheap $20 things. And then we have to get a new one in a year because it breaks or a handle breaks. And I know if Tumi breaks, I just send it back to the, to the facility and they fix it just like the suitcases I have had now. And what's been interesting about this, it's just, it's investing a little bit more money up front for things, and I know it'll be a long-term gain. So even clothes, like I've I've bought very little clothes this year. I've bought one shirt here and there because I'm trying to find a good like workout shirt that I really like long-term, and I want to continually invest in those type of shirts that I know will last me three, four, five years. So I can just continually wear the same workout shirt for three to four or five years. And then I don't have to worry about like replacing them long term. So it's like that's the way I view money now. It's like to invest in things that I know will pay off down the road. For instance, like our builder for our house that we're looking at using to build our house. He is a more expensive builder in our area. Um, and one reason we were told is because his labor costs are higher. Like he's paying his people more than other home builders. And he's, they're really well known for a really well known builder. So him building our house is going to cost a little bit more than somebody else, but also my friends that just built a house. One of the things that they told me recently was when, or they didn't just build a house, they just bought a house, but they said their real estate agent would walk around and say, who built this home? Who's done the renovations on this home? And if she walked into some homes, and as soon as she found out who the builder was, she just walked out. Because she was like, yep, we're not, you're not going to look at this based off the, who the builder was. So I didn't think about these things when I chose this builder. I just knew from – I recommended from our neighbors who are using to build them. And I liked talking to them, and we had a good relationship. But this is another reason to go with somebody that's a little bit higher up front. Now, it doesn't mean, let's say – buying a to me bag is a is a little bit out of your price range when it comes to luggage but investing in that but maybe getting going to walmart and buying like a piece of crap is not necessarily now i'm not saying everything at walmart's piece of crap but like maybe it's going a little bit up from that you know may, just because the- it's quality right and i don't want things that are going to fall apart in a in a year like i want to really invest in Things. So, that not only comes with like luggage, for instance, what I'm talking about, but also cars. And the one reason I drive Toyotas, a Toyota, because I don't, I know I'm not going to have to worry about anything. Like, I mean, we've had Kate's Prius now since 2010, 2011, and it's 2017, so it's been six years. But like, nothing's gone wrong with it. You know, like just basic maintenance. Nothing's gone wrong with my Forerunner since I owned it. But like with my F 150 that I've owned two of them now. For a total of eight or nine years previously, like little crap was like the seatbelt not working or the turn signal breaking, like just little stuff like this. There was always quality issues. So it's like, yeah, a Toyota might be a little bit more expensive, but it's going to save me headaches and hassle for the long run. And like Mercedes and BMWs are great and I've driven them, but they're super fancy and yeah, it's great to run with them and it's, it's so much fun to drive. But they also have so many moving parts and so much computerization that it also gets more complicated. The more complicated the car gets, to the more complicated it is to maintain, especially with computer systems and getting cold, et cetera, all that stuff. So anyway, that is what we're talking about, how to view money now. So in this money journey that you're on, how do you view money? What does it look like for you at this moment in time? And let's say your your relationship with money is about consumerism like I just shared what would you like it to be? You know, what would be a better relationship that you have with it as well? So let us know and I'll see you guys on part three and we'll talk later. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the project life with Mike Watts podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today on this episode and you want to know a little bit more about what I am using to help grow our business, to help myself become a better man, to help myself become a better dad, a better husband, a better human overall, you know, I'm all about team human. And that's what I really want to do is create a world that allows us to become better human beings. And if that's something you're interested in, head over to MikeJWatts.com. That is MikeJWatts.com. You can register right there for my emails newsletter. It goes out once a week. There's usually three to five different tools, tips, tricks, techniques that I've learned about this week that are really helping me become a better human being. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you over on MikeJWatts.com, and I'll see you tomorrow.